This is Brian Hunsaker with Iron Gate Global Advisors coming to you from Salt Lake City, the financial capital of the West, as Brett Pattison says. I'm filling in for Brett today. Brett's been a little under the weather and his voice is, is gone and asked me to fill in. So those of you that look forward to Brett's commentary, I'm filling in. Brett does a great job. In fact, I was on the phone earlier this week with a customer and he was telling me that how he loves to listen to Brett Pattison and his weekly commentary. And he says, when Brett Pattison listen, speaks, I listen. So today I wanted to talk to you about why interest rates matter to the stock market. Recently, Warren Buffett was interviewed on CNBC by Becky Quick a couple times actually in the last couple of months. And when Becky, after his answer to Becky Quick's question, are stock market, are stock prices too high today? Is the stock market overvalued? And uh, essentially he said, you know, stock prices are reasonable uh, versus relative to where interest rates are today. He said, tell me where interest rates are going to be 10 years from now and I'll tell you whether stocks are expensive or not. He said, based on today's interest rates, stocks are reasonably priced. And so I want to talk about today, talk about that today, and why why he would say something like that. You know, we hear every day that stock prices are are high and they're elevated, and be careful and watch out. And of course, we always try to be diligent, cautious, and very proactive when managing your your portfolios at all times, whether stocks are cheap or expensive or whatever. We 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 pay attention to these things. But why do interest rates matter today? Uh, and when he talks about interest rates, he's really talking about the risk-free rate of return. And what is that? Well, the default for the risk-free rate of return is the United States 10-year Treasury bond. And today that is two and a quarter percent. So I want to think about, I want you to think about this. If, if that 10-year Treasury bond, the risk-free rate of return, was say 5% or 7%, would you be invested in stocks today? Or would you have more allocation to bonds? And I would suggest that more people out there would allocate more of their portfolio to bonds if you could get risk-free five, six, seven percent. When I started in this business in 1989, the money market rates were six and seven percent. Imagine that money market rates were six and seven percent. Today, money market rates are less than a half percent. So things have changed dramatically. Today, the 30-year bond is 2.84 percent. Instead of an apples to oranges comparison when we talk about stocks and bonds let's put them on the same same plate we have two apples as opposed to an apple and an orange to compare uh, stocks versus bonds and to do that you've all heard of the PE multiple well the PE multiple is, is a simple calculation price divided by earnings and to, to give you an example if we had a company that was selling at ten dollars a share and they had $1 in earnings over the last $1 in earnings or $1 in profits over the last 12 months. That would be the equivalent of 10 divided by 1 is is 10, right? That's a 10 multiple. You're paying 10 times those earnings. So the inverse of that is if we take the inverse calculation and really try to make this similar to a bond yield, we take the earnings, which is $1 divided by the price, 10, and then we get a 10% earnings yield. What does that mean? Well, if a company were to pay out 100% of their earnings, 100% of their profits as a dividend, you would get 10% return on your money. That's pretty attractive. And that's the way you should think about stocks. You should think about stocks just like you think about bonds. What is What am I getting in return? Now, some of that you may not see in the form of a dividend, 
because co- most companies or nobody pays out 100% of their, under their profits as dividends. They pay out a percentage of that. Some of them 10%, some 20%, some 50%, 60%. But nobody pays out 100% of their dividends and earnings. They have to retain it, invest it for growth and things like that. So, but that's it. That, that's what you're getting as an owner of that company. Those are the profits that you are entitled to. Now, you may not see it in the form of a dividend, but those are your profits. And that's how companies are valued. So my question to, and today, let's talk about the stock market and, and put it in those terms, the PE multiple and the earnings yield versus the 10-year treasury, the risk-free rate of return. And everything, all asset prices are are based off of the risk-free rate of return. The higher the risk, the more return investors demand in the form of what we call an earnings yield. So today, the S&P 500 is selling about at selling at about 25.79. So the S&P 500 over the next 12 months is estimated to earn about $134 in profit. That's what dozens and dozens of analysts, as they analyze the companies in the S&P 500. They, they have an estimate of about $134 in profit over the next 12 months. Well, if we take the price, $25.79 divided by the earnings, $134, we get a forward PE multiple of about 19 times. Now, let's take the inverse of that, just like we did in our previous example. We take $134 in earnings divided by the $25.79, that equals a 5.2% yield. That's the earnings yield. I want you to compare that to the risk-free rate of return. By the way, that earnings, that earnings, those earnings t- historically grow about 6% a year on average. That's typically the earnings growth in the S&P 500, 6%. And then you add dividends on there and inflation and things, and you can get a little higher return. But you got a 5.2% growing at 6% a year, say over the next 10 years. Would you rather own that asset versus the, the 10-year treasury, 2.25%, no growth, you're going to get 2.25% and no risk. Which would you choose? Well, me personally, I choose owning the S&P 500. I would rather own an asset that's, that's uh, currently paying 5.2%. Uh, yeah, I know we're not getting 100%. We're not getting that in our pocket, but that's, that's what the companies are earning. 5.2% growing about 6% a year over the next 10 years, and historically they've grown about that. And there's going to be dips, and it's not going to be a straight line growth, 6% every year. We have ups and downs. You know, the thing that's interesting is in 2008, what happened is the in that PE multiple, the price and earnings, what, what went down? The prices went down, but also the reason the prices went down is because the earnings went down. The price, The earnings went down and prices went down as well. And that's what drives stock prices because we had a recession and so earnings went down but guess what earnings went came back up after we recovered from the recession and stock prices have come back up and that's exactly and that's what happens we go through cycles where earnings will get inflated or we have a recession and earnings come down and prices come down they follow that down but the stock market always looks for, forward and the, and the market stock market say hey you know what? we're going to recessions earnings are going to be down over the next couple of years and so the market went down I hope that gives you some information and, and uh, some clarity as far as what Buffett means and, and why interest rates do matter when we talk about stock market valuation. And that's because the risk-free rate of return. Today, if I would rather own stocks versus bonds over the next 10 years, that's it's a better asset class to own and uh, stocks are going to get a better return over the next 10 years. Now, 
over the next six months, next year, you know, we don't know. We don't predict that. But we, we invest for the long term. We're looking out three and five years with our, with our investments. And uh, we feel very confident about and feel very good about the investments and the valuations of the investments that we own on your portfolio. I just want to also say that we appreciate your business. And uh, with that, thanks for uh, listening. This is a purely public broadcast and is not intended to be personalized financial advice for any individual's specific situation. Each individual's financial situation is unique, and the topics discussed on this broadcast should not be relied upon and or considered as personalized advice. Specific financial securities discussed are not intended to address any listener's particular financial situation and should not be considered recommendations. This is for educational purposes only. For more information, please contact Iron Gate Global Advisors at info at or by calling 888 591